Welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast right now. This is your host, Chris. With me online, I have a very special guest. I have Kadeem France of Loathe. What's up, man? How you doing? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just chilling. Trying to um, use this lockdown as productive as possible, you know, just keeping me head down and stuff, staying creative. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. All good. All good. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like every time I talk to a band doing uh, quarantine right now, that every band's like writing new material, getting creative, just keeping busy. You know, the way to be. Yeah. Uh, and we also got Jesse on the show, too. So, Jesse. What up? How's it going? I, I've been doing the same. I've been lying to myself, though. I'm like, it's time to get that six pack. And then I just <laughs> out more five guys. And I'm like, how do I just order more? Just <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. So, yeah, pretty good. So, dude, like I ask everyone on my show, where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm calling from Liverpool. In a, the United Kingdom, home of the Beatles and nice. home of Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like awesome. uh, everyone I keep talking to is from the UK lately. I talked to Sydney Fate. They're from Wales. I just talked to uh, Bleed From Within. Uh, I think, where were they actually calling from, though? Where was Alex yeah. calling from? I think they're from Scotland. Yeah, but they call, he called from London, but yeah. they're from uh, Scotland. Yeah, so because that threw me off a little bit. I was like, what? But yeah, it's fun. I keep talking to everyone from the UK. I'm going to hit every band from that location. It's awesome. <laughs> just uh, until, the, until the internet connection craps out, then we're going to give up. <laughs> as far as we can. <laughs> well, actually, right now, it's getting a little rough on my end. It's getting a little blurry, pixelated. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. At least the audio is fine. But um, yeah, we'll just run okay, with it. It'll I, probably fix itself. No, you're good. Uh, you're good on my side. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. roll with it. Um, it's been going good. Yeah, man. Just um, literally been spending loads of time with family and stuff. Uh, I just recently got back into skateboarding. Uh, I, I haven't I haven't done that since I was like 17, 18. Obviously, with the times of what's going on, I've had nothing else to do. So I've just been like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go skate. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. That's it. Literally, like, nothing new, really. Same old. I feel like everything's on pause, especially with, like, just releasing an album. And then obviously this shit happens. It's like, well, that's the main reason we had you on the show too, because we heard I let it in and it took everything. I remember because my, my friend was like, "Hey, do you want some new music?" I was like, "Sure, show me what you got." And he showed me this album, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then I knew my boy <laughs> Jesse over here who would love it too, so I sent it to him. Yeah. And dude, it's funny. Every time I send Jesse music, he either like goes like. Yeah, it's all right. Or he just relentlessly like shit on it as like a bit, you know, <laughs> you know. But this, he actually was like, "Wow, dude, you actually sent me something good." Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Okay, well, my yeah, my philosophy on music is I'm not in the place to insult it. If I don't like it, it's just not. It's not for me. But if yeah. my friend shows me music, even if it's a band I like, I will relentlessly hound him. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I'll never. But like, yeah, I just went in. I go into my dungeon and I just listen. And I'm like. Yeah, the, the you guys are the truth. I was like, Jesus Christ! And I like, I even bought a vinyl. I don't have a record player. I was like, I gotta buy the oh, shit. Like, <laughs> pandemic. I was like, Oh, is that gonna get here? Is that coming? Uh, whatever, we'll see. It arrived though. We got it. We got. Oh, it, it arrived. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. And it's just like it's such an interesting thing because I kind of I didn't realize until we got the interview. I never looked at you guys as like Wikipedia or anything. So I thought you just had the most like chameleon voice of all time. <laughs> I didn't know everyone. Chameleon voice? 
So I was listening to it. I was like, I was just laying in my bed. It was just hot. I didn't put my air conditioner in, so I've just been sweating. And I put you guys on the background. I'm just like, how many screams and singing voices can one man do? And I finally looked. I saw it's like everyone has unclean like credits. I'm like, okay, that makes way more sense. I was like, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone does vocals. I'd be fucked if I was doing all that. Like, <laughs> like, bro, I'm swearing so much. By the way, apologies. Sorry. <laughs> That's why the podcast we have more yes. fun. We have yes. <laughs> we don't have to hold ourselves back. No, okay. But uh, well, yeah. But how do you decide who like is it like whose voice or scream fits the part better, or is it just like who wrote the? Do they, everyone write their own parts, or do you guys and just decide? Sometimes it'll be like you'll get like a a vocal rhythm down. I'll do the vocal rhythm, and then it'll be like oh, I can't really imagine myself doing that live. And then Eric will be like, Yo, what if I just did that line, and then we did a back and forth type thing. And that's how it always really comes around. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because it's yeah. time we see Mass on live. It's just somehow every guy in the band, even if like technically their voices aren't like good by like vocal standards, it's like they're all yeah. amazing, screaming. Yeah. Like, all of them got it. You just sit there. You're like, what the hell? Like, it's just, like I always wondered how they decide that. And then the same with your band. Well, um, that's something that like we've went even more into. Like even with uh, I let it in, it took everything. Like singing wise. Near enough, everyone on the ba- in the band sings, whether it just be like little harmonies or like a line here or there. Like, um, for example, in in screaming, um, a lot of the harmonies in that song are at um, Fire's a lot bassist, and then um, Shauna's a lot drummer, and like they've never really ever done vocals like that before. So it was just kind of it's really an exciting thing to experiment on, like working together, doing new vocal styles and stuff. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's. That always scares me. I'm just like, wow, man. It's just like every band just somehow gets banger singers. And I'm like, is it just confidence? It's like dancing. When someone just like like kind of freaks out, I'm like, why does it look so cool? But I feel if I did that, I would just get pelted with fruit or something. Just out of nowhere. I'd be like, cut it out. No, I, I guess it's I guess it's like the 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 vibe of the people that you're with. And like if you're all in a room together and there's like no judgment, you're all just in that kind of creative mode. And like you kind of keep you with your close friends who you trust, so you're keen to try and do whatever you want. And you know people are not going to make fun of, or you know what I mean. If you do, yeah. if you sing a bum note or whatever, it's just it's all love, and we're all just creating, trying to do the same thing. Yeah, that's what you hope with a band. But there's always someone like, like me. There's always someone like we. I had a group of people I was jamming with, and I feel like I was just like, oh, can I try it? I'm like, someone's going to yell something. Like, are you fucking kidding me i'm like not what like <laughs> just go into your shell you're like we'll just stick to drums i'm sorry i didn't mean to try something new so how did you get to like uh get your voice like what kind of like influenced you to get your style um uh, the way i scream I, I used to listen to a lot of bands like obviously like architects uh bring me the horizon um solid band. i used to listen to a lot of like a lot of deathcore in my early days like chelsea grin oceano <laughs> uh Die Arthur's Murder. I'm trying to think of other Damn. bands. There used to be this band from um, Australia called The Ailment. And um, their vocalist, his vocals, like really big inspiration on me at the time. Also, another band called uh, Silence from Florida. Um, okay. They're not, a, I'm not too, I don't think they're a band anymore, but uh, they're, they're good. The old vocalist, Hunter, he's actually writing some really cool stuff at the moment that he's showing me, which is sick. But um, he, he was a really big, big influence on me in the early days as well. But then on the singing side, I'd say more like R&B and stuff like that. Like uh, like even people like Usher, like uh, fucking D'Angelo, Erica Badu. 
and nice. all of that type of like old school r&b like vibes and stuff like that's what i listened to from like a very early young age and stuff yeah oh nice so you're basically oh. very like um diverse with your music style that's that's pretty awesome oh thanks 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 you have songs like screaming which are like you know um it's not really screaming, <laughs> which is pretty great. You know, it's like very melodic, kind of has that like death tones vibe and all that. And then you have some yeah. like crazy songs, like the one Jesse did the reaction for. Shout out to Jesse and Sid Streams right there. You know, like songs like that are just crazy heavy. Um, and Ooh. I was like, I love the dynamic range of this album and of the band right there. And you guys did 14 oh, tracks yeah. too. That was a lot. I know you have some like yeah. like a minute and a half kind of tracks on there, but um, it all works very well. Were there any like B-sides or like songs that didn't make the cut? Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of songs that didn't make it. <laughs> it's just kind of like just long lost Dropbox files that are just kind of waiting to be used again. And like, that's not to say that that stuff will never see the, the light of day. It just wasn't fitting already for the vibe of the album. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of thing we do a lot is like we write a lot of music and then kind of sit on it for a while because we're just pondering on what is the right vibe? Like what is the message we're trying to put across with this album and stuff? So yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff that you'll probably be seeing on whatever it is we release next that we'll probably just work on and make more in tune to like what we're going towards, if that makes sense. Well, I have another idea too. I can give you my Dropbox account and you can just drop it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Send yeah, it my way. Sure. You know, we'll be fine with that. But yeah, no, we great. don't we yeah, we don't let people steal our stuff. So it will be safe <laughs> in our vault, our digital vault. Exactly. <laughs> but that's I'll cool. just mention it to people I'll like songs and they'll be like, What song? I'm like, never mind. No, you didn't get it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> It's always awesome that well, bands have like that vault, you know, they always talk about, you know, the drive, the extra drive. Hopefully it doesn't happen to like um like Ojira, their hard drive just went and they lost all that music for the uh oh, Sea Shepherd oh, EP. Really? Yeah, apparently they were able to like salvage some of the files, like the songs on it, but um not not that many, which is a sh total shame because yeah, the two tracks that well the one track they released from it was so good. Of Blood and Salt, check it out, guys. <laughs> Um, I will. I'm gonna. Yeah, use. that is. I I don't know what like. I thank God. Like I had a dr hard drive fail and like nothing. Nothing really important got lost. So I can't imagine. It's like <laughs> losing music. Yo, like I just like get this right. We we recorded pretty much the whole album ourselves. It was a um, uh, mixed and mastered by someone someone else. But we we recorded it all ourselves, and it was all held on Eric's uh, computer. Which is on like infamous, infamously like you ask any band who is recorded with Eric, they will tell you how shit his computer is. Like <laughs> it blue screens, it literally blue screens like every half an hour. Luckily, he's got a Mac now, so he's good. But like at the time, we were like, shit, is this computer gonna make it? Like, <laughs> what if like the computer just fucking I don't know, fucks up and we lose fifty dollars external hard drive. Yeah, Never right. take that chance again. They're so cheap now. <laughs> Please. That's what As I'm a fan right now. Like, with everything uh, is saved on my back. Well, it, it was my backup, but now it's kind of like my main external drive for terabytes right there. And I'll keep like, oh, I'm going to wait till there's a deal on it. And then part of me is like, what happens if it goes? I lose everything. <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gone. It's, it's, it, they're so cheap now. Like, it's like, thankfully, like, technology's gotten so good that like the really good stuff's really good still expensive 
but like those those like 10 terabyte just like it's a hundred bucks where it's like yeah. back when it back in the day it was like that's five hundred dollars you're like no i'm not <laughs> buying that it's insane to save stuff on i don't even make anything why would i buy <laughs> yeah right well now dude now with this podcast every time i save a file it's like a couple of gigs it just keeps adding up you know and we're on episode oh, seven right now or eight i'm losing track too of the episodes of the podcast okay. so far quarantine you yes. know we just keep pumping them out <laughs> We have three yeah. episode fives, so. <laughs> so how, how long how long have you been doing the podcast then? Well, I've been doing uh, a radio show since 2014, and then since COVID started, I was like, let's do a podcast because my boy Jesse over oh, here, okay. he's always he's like a podcast <laughs> king right here, you know. So I was like, nice. we we got to do this right now. So uh, yeah, we just kicked it off. So I still do my radio show, and now I do the podcast for a uh, portion of it as well. Sick. Yeah, and it's also like, you know, you get, like, the radio is really good, but, like, the benefit of podcasts is, like, like you said, like, you know, you get to curse a little bit, yes. you get video, so you get to, like, you get a little bit more, you know, sadly, it's, like, video, there's always going to be that slight delay, it's not like we're in the same room, but you do get, you know, to see people's faces. Yeah, yeah. that's a big thing with, like, podcasts for me, like, I literally, I could listen to, like, really intelligent people speak and feel like I'm part of the conversation, <laughs> if that makes oh, sense, yeah. so I'll be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. for example, like Joe Rogan, like the amount of like crazy people he has on his podcast, and it's almost like he's just a fly on the wall in that like really interesting conversation. So yeah, man, I love I love podcasts, man. Love, well, that's like podcasts. the thing is like because I I talk about because someone like I remember when I started listening to podcasts like years ago, like twenty like thirteen probably. Like everyone was making fun. He's like, "Why are you saying this stuff from the podcast?" Like, well, like you said, you're a part of the conversation. You just can't mm. say anything. So yeah. it's like hanging out with your friends. You're listening to hours on end. And you like adopt. If I hung out with you, even if we just met, if I hung out with you for five hours, I guarantee one of us would say something that the other would just end up saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like, yeah. Like, I never heard that in my like. Oh yeah, Kadeem said that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> just like you figure it out. Every friend group, even if I meet them for an hour, you just like always adopt. Someone says something, you're like, yeah. Like pal. Like it's quick. Yeah, pal. <laughs> like I, I, my friend said that. I call everyone pal. Everyone's so stupid. Pal now. And now some yeah, people in our friend group call pal. In, in in Liverpool, we say lad or la a lot. Like, you're right, lad, or you're right, la. And, like, <laughs> a lot of our friends from outside the city, they hang with us for, like, a week or two, and they go back to their other friends. They're like, why are you speaking like that? Or, like, why are you saying lad? Like, what? Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. a natural thing. I, I, I want to call people lad now, too. <laughs> I, like, I might just do it. Because I, like, I don't know. Like, I just use the casual ones. Dude, bro. And I get sick of them. And I'm just, like, I'm kind of over it. I think Pow. I've been using mate a lot. Yeah. recently i've been using mate i think it's uh or i brother from lost you know desmond have you watched the show lost no, yeah i haven't i haven't oh uh, okay there's a guy desmond he's scottish and he goes i brother like constantly so i usually say that <laughs> i mean how many hulk hogan comments guys like wait you hulk hogan I'm like what's up brother and they're like I'm like hulk hogan i'm like no it's not from him you could just say it <laughs> it's, it's you know, yeah. we just like, you know, brings us closer. We're friends, you know. It's like, oh, you're relating, you know. It's like, no. Yeah. It's like Hulk Hogan. You just get wrecked right out the gate. I'm like, all right, pal. I'm stick with power lad now. I'm using lad. Even when you make up shit. Like, I had a word. I made up chuzz. <laughs> Literally. My friends are saying chuzz. Like, yo, what's up, chuzzers? I'm like, we don't even know what it means. we just making up the definition. It's fluid. It just happened. It could mean a bad thing or a good thing. It's like, dude, I was hanging out with this guy. He was totally chuzzing out. It's like, what does that mean? And, like, I just get it. I'm like, yeah, I get it, man, dude. And then sometimes, like, oh, I was chuzzing out. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was chuzzing. Oh, dude, good for you, bro. It's like, what? <laughs> 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 oh, 
bullshit fucking worth Well, going back to oh, the man. album, uh, I noticed that you guys pre- produced it yourselves. You didn't have a producer in mm. studio? No, no. Which was amazing and um, terrible at the same time. <laughs> like, when you're like, we, we really like, we spent a month in a cottage in the middle of Wales, uh, which was like the nearest shop was like a 40 minute walk away. So, like, it was literally just us there for, like, a month straight trying to work on the record. Obviously, prior to that, we'd stayed over at uh, Faisal's house. We stayed there for, like, a month, and then for the second month, we were in the cottage in Wales. But, like, yeah, we really kind of drove ourselves crazy, but in a way, it was kind of, like, the best type of crazy. But the only thing, I just wish we would have had, you know, when you have a producer, he's, like, the, he's not part of the band, so he's the outsider's, he's got, you've got an outsider's opinion, you know? Yeah. But, like, yeah, I feel like that's an wish we would have had, but at the same time, we've learned a lot from not having that. And, um, yeah, no, it was it was a struggle, but it was the pressure that made the diamond. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, because a lot yeah. of bands, like, sometimes they need that third-party opinion, you know, someone outside mm. the band. They kind of need someone to be like, dude, you, you got to change this. Like, we were actually talking to Nick Lee of Moontooth, and he wrote this, like, it's kind of like guitar solo, right? And then he had Mark Morton of Lamb of God produce the record, and he's like, nah, you gotta change it up. You gotta make it a little more prog. And he's just like, fuck, you know? And then he, like, <laughs> and actually that made it, it made it better for him, you know? He was like, oh shit, you know, mm. I actually came up with this even cooler look where I, before I would have just been satisfied with what I played. So it's, it's interesting what bands have. And then I feel like the more seasoned bands, they're like, we don't need another, we don't need someone in here. Like, look at Metallica. They don't have a producer anymore. You know, it's bands like that. They're like, nah, we don't, we don't need that third opinion outside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, at the same time, though, similar story to that. We did have um, one or two opinions that did sway a lot of the creative process when it came to the album. We um, one of this one time, uh, you know, the band Issues, they they were touring yeah. in the UK. Um, we went, I think it was just me. I think it was just me and Eric. And I think like two other friends. We went to the show. Uh, after the show, we went. We were chilling out with them on their bus, and um, this is like midway through the process of the album. So like we've got just shitloads of demos on our Dropbox and that. And um, yeah, we get on the bus and we're like, "Yo, let, let me show you some tunes or whatever." We show Skylar and um, a few others from the band some of the songs and the bop in the head and stuff. They're enjoying it and that. And then um, get to the end, so we're like, "Yo, what did you think?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, really dig it," but. Um, it oh. just hasn't got that oomph yet, you know? We can really tell it's not finished yet. And that literally sent me and Eric under, like, heavily. <laughs> so we were like, fuck it. Like, you're like, yo, we're going back to your house and we are writing the filthiest track ever. <laughs> and that night, God was ro- was written from oh. that night. Yeah. That oh, is filthy. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. What so a it, track. That makes sense. It, that's what I mean. It can really, it can really take. Not to say the lyrics are about issues, yeah. <laughs> but like it can really take, can really take an outsider's opinion. Just to say one little thing that can really just inspire you to treat. Like we had no idea we had that track in us, but we we got it out there. You know. Would you say that's probably oh, like one of your favorites now off the track, the album? Ooh, I don't know. My my favorite changes like every time I listen to the album. <laughs> like I, with the with the progress, like as the album was being written, it was kind of like. Every song that got finished became my new song, my new favorite song on the album. And then when we finished the album and I listened to it like throughout, I couldn't pick. I was just like, this whole thing is 
I wish it was just one big audio file. <laughs> <laughs> what a one that's a song. great problem to have though. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot what I forgot what band said it, but I remember I saw them live and they played the whole album through, and it was like. Man, sorry, uh, this album's front heavy. Anyways, the next song's coming up. I was like, that's a way to sell it. I was like, great, we got four. Like, I know the album. I was like, it's not. It's like, I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely not. Actually, if anything, I feel like this album is back heavy. Like, I realized, like, I went, listened to it over and over again, and I suck with names now because of Spotify, Deezer, all these. Like, I just hit play and I let it go. I'm the same. And I was like, this album's banger. And then I just started realizing all the songs I knew, like the ones I reacted to. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And then the album ended. I'm like, are these all at the end? I was like, you guys went the opposite approach. Like, all, like, technically the deep cuts are all bangers out the... G I was like... And then the front album, I'm like... Because also, I feel like the album starts off heavier. And it kind of kind of almost, like, goes down. And then it hits uh, Heavy as the Head, which is just, like, a sprint at the gate. I'm like, what the hell? And then it ends uh, with the title, I think. Or is it... There's another track, and then the title track is the ending. And yeah, I was kind of like, yeah. was that like a purposeful move to make it like a peak in a valley, like just like very wavy into the yeah, album? Most, yeah, most definitely. Like that's something we um, we really take pride in. We always want our albums to be a journey. We want it to feel like a journey. If it's just heavy, 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 then it's going to, it gets a bit like too much, a bit overwhelming. So we just like to have like heavy, drop you off in this little like, atmospheric interlude or whatever have a breather come back it do you know what i mean yeah. we'd like it to be a journey not just one thing if that makes sense i'm really bad to put me words together today for it some makes reason. it makes perfect sense <laughs> it does, because yeah. it's also like it's just it well also that's my biggest problem with band like certain heavy bands i'm not gonna name names but like there's like especially if you're a heavy band like you guys have more dynamics obviously you know you got like your like interludes you got your clean vocals you got these weird like dark interludes heavy parts you got your like kind of like you just have everything like not like almost like being like that cliche movie review it'll make you laugh it'll make you cry <laughs> you'll get angry some parts like it's just like yeah. but there's some bands that like their whole thing is being heavy and they'll hit the breakdown at the beginning and then it'll kind of just peak and it just kind of sit there mm. and then i feel like I, I i skip the song like after yeah. like a minute where i'm like i got what i wanted like the song's not bad while you guys Nah, play it through. I listen to it through because it's just it's what it's what I love in music. It's peaks and valleys. I love clean singing. I love brutal breakdowns. I want ball like you know if you got ball for them, it's selling it. And you guys really show that on the album where it's like. Uh, Thank you, man. Now, I really appreciate that honestly. Thank Before you. joining this podcast, did you know that we were going to shower you with all this praise and love? Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. I just no, it, it. Man. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Just, I love it though. I love it. It really like that's a thing like. Hearing you guys say all of this, like, before we release the album, like, when you're sitting on music for that long, and especially with the second album, like, you could just get trapped in your own thoughts. And, like, there was a there was a moment when we first wrote everything, we were like, this is incredible, love the music so far. And then you kind of, like, as time goes on, you slowly be like, oh, my God, am I, should I even be doing music? Is this right? Like, oh, my. And then when we released them, um, when we released Two Way Mirror as the first single, like, a day or two before that, I was literally bricking it. I was like, there's no way. Like, what are people going to think? We've never done a song like this before. And then um, as soon as people started appreciating it, like, it reconfirmed everything we were thinking from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, like, I, I, I bought, what do you call it? A, was it a, a Cold Sun? I'm bad mm -hmm. with names. I bought it with the record. And I listened to it through. I made sure to, like, listen to it before the podcast. And, like, it is different, but I see 
the seeds of what you guys did on this record. Like, it's more like, it's like faster. And it's like consistently fast. Like, it's not like, you know, it's like consistently one. And then there's those little interludes and you see those soundscapes you guys are creating. Like, like, I guess you guys like who has, who does the synths in the band or makes those like kind of, uh, the, and that's, that's, that's all Eric. Okay. Eric is like the main, the main guy when it comes to just like feel and vibe or atmospheric parts of the band. Like he's a very, like, He'll see a movie scene or like a part in a movie or whatever. Like he'll show me it and he'll be like, yo, I want to encompass this feeling through sound on this song. And I'll be like, yo, let's do it. I was reading, I think it was on Wikipedia or something. It said that Silent Hill 2, the soundtrack was very like important to you guys, influenced you a lot. Yeah. So that was another thing yeah. I want to ask is like, are there any other soundtracks or scores for movies that actually influence the music? Um, I'll probably say. Twin Peaks, Eric's a really big fan of Twin Peaks. Um, the Warriors, really big uh, influence. Oh, the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, the movie. <laughs> Just like all them, like all them weird, like synth noises and shit. You know, Stranger like, Things. That, like <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah, you could even say Stranger Things. Like anything in that kind of like light. Yeah. Um, what else? You must love John Carpenter, then, right? John Carpenter. Oh, you don't like horror movies? He, he's like he did like Halloween, The Thing. He's oh, like the, okay. he's like the king of that synthy horror movie, like all those eighties like horror movies. Oh, he was like okay. all the yeah, like if you well good check it out. Let me know. Oh, well, you educate me. Yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah. into it definitely. Because it's like he made the movies. Like sometimes the movies are all right. Like the fog, the movie's all right. But when you hear some of those sounds he adds in, you're like, I'm actually kind of scared. Like the graphics, <laughs> the way it looks all shitty. But you're like, fuck, is that thing gonna come out of the TV? Like you just like <laughs> yeah, you get your yeah. hair all. Set. And it's, it's things like that. Like um, another movie. Uh, sinister, that oh. film, like that film alone, <laughs> like without the, the 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 music and everything, it wouldn't be that scary. But the soundtrack to that film is so like oh. terrifying. Like I remember when uh, when we shot our first ever music video, um, for a track called In Death, when we were doing like the performance, um, sh not the performance shots we were playing, but you know, just like shots of us standing there like doing different like poses or whatever. We um we had like Silent Hill soundtrack playing, like Sinister soundtrack playing, like just to get us in the vibe and it proper like created the mood there and then type well, thing. Like Do you ever open yeah. your sets with that? That would be sick. We actually um, we've only ever in terms of like soundtrack stuff, we've only ever opened our set with um I think it's a, a song from Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Fuck, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's um yeah, we, we used to open with that, and then it went straight into God. It was, like, it was so sick. That is That's awesome. awesome. Well, well, that was, like, uh, actually, weirdly, Sinister actually kind of, like, it's, like, a rough, it's, like, kind of what, like, those those films in it, it's, like, it starts off beautiful, and then when it goes to the horror part, it's kind of what your band's about. It's, like, yeah, yeah it's that's cool. what I'm saying. And then it goes right, and you're, like, Jesus Christ. Did <laughs> 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 you say you guys like, are, like, movie buffs, too? Yeah, I mean, I am. I could. I couldn't sit there and like tell you like, oh, these are my top ten directors or whatever. But like, I can sit there and binge watch like films for days. Like, Eric's the type of guy you want to chat to when it comes to all of that stuff. Like, he's really on it with his directors and all of that. Nice. But, um, yeah, we yeah, all no, have that I, one I, friend that's really into like directors and producers, like you know yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I never heard of that guy before, and he's like, he's done this, this, that, and this. Like, I, I think I know yeah. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, fool, you don't know that guy? He's the reason they got those bunny ears on that one character. He got the money. It's like, all right, what? <laughs> it's like, I like the movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know Code Orange? Yeah. Because uh, they started doing that. The guitarist was the guitarist, obviously. And then he bought, like, this crazy synth, weird sound effect rig. I don't even know what it's called. It's, yeah, like, way yeah. past the level of my understanding. But you could hear it in their band when he got into it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just sprinkled in. So I kind of I wanted to ask you, did he, like, buy it or any of that stuff, like, during the Cold Sun? Because it sounded like he was trying it out because it wasn't a lot of it in the album. And then this album, he's like, oh, now I got practice. Like, here we go. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's, that's literally what it is, man. It's literally just progression. Like, he's always been about it and always been on it with him. Like, even with a lot of the bands that he's worked with and produced, will go to him for because they'll know they'll get that, uh, that, that atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for example, there's bands like, uh, like God Complex, uh, Lotus Eater. They're two oh, really big bands who, like, have a lot of, obviously, they have their own sound, but they have a lot of, Eric's influence behind that and it kind of makes their music what it is type of thing. Well, for me anyway, personally. But yet, um, like, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> Dude, that happens no. to a lot of us on this show, actually. I feel like there's many people that... I'm like me, I'm like uh, Jesse and stuff like that. Mm. Well, literally, the was it two interviews ago, the guy was talking for three minutes and then he just went, <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't even know where I went with this. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Well, we could break into our next segment. If you remember, just feel okay. free to jump in. But our next segment is called the Three Random Silly Questions segment. And uh, okay, I, don't, I mean, we gotten so many good responses now. I mean, are you ready to live up to this? <laughs> oh, damn. That's a lot of pressure. pressure on it. Throwing nah, all the no, pressure let's on do it. it. Let's do it. Okay, question number one. Best tour prank you witnessed or been a part of? Ooh, best tour prank? Too many? (laughs) Uh, Damn. We're not much of a pranky band, you know? There you go. Because I've had this question before, and it's always been like, yeah, we've never really played any pranks on anyone or had... Like, whenever, whenever we've went on tour with people, we're like overly conscious about making a bad impression so <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like yeah what about other bands have you seen other like, bands do pranks um nah not really <laughs> <laughs> like honestly i'll be honest that's something i used to like before i was in a band and stuff and i used to watch interviews i used to always like listen to them questions like oh you know this one time i don't know a band like hit our guitar somewhere 10 minutes before the set or duh, duh. but like i've never witnessed that myself like ever okay. so okay. but the shaving slap i remember i saw a video where some like guy just wailed his guitars in the face i was like <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> was, like hilarious so i was like man do you really want to break this band up right now i was like i don't know how many times i could get slapped full grown by a, by a full-grown man in the face <laughs> with like just Ooh, min- wait there is one like, there is one story oh let's hear but it it's oh, not really that exciting all right um <laughs> it was on like our first tour first ever uk tour i don't even think it was we were called r and balance at the time so this is a long time ago um and yeah we were driving i think through like the countryside of scotland late night must have been like one in the morning i everyone needed i think like two three people needed the toilet in the back so we were like yo let's pull over somewhere <laughs> go to the toilet bear in mind it is pitch black outside like so we pull up go to the side th- uh, me and two others hop out 
go to go to the toilet. As soon as you hop out, the door slams and the van takes off. <laughs> and like, obviously, <laughs> this is our first tour in it. And I'm like, haha, that's funny. But then when I realize how far they are and how dark it is where I am, I start freaking out. <laughs> so, so then we're like, I'm like, in between, should I piss or should I chase the van? So I, I piss real quick and then start chasing the van. They eventually come back. And I'm like hyperventilating, freaking out. <laughs> that's, that's about it, really. That's all I can so really think So it ended about. up being a mistake? Or are they actually pranking you? No, they were pranking us. It was oh. a joke. Like They okay. drove off there with, like, to be like to scare us, but it was just like, fuck. I interviewed Hammerfall, and the guitarist was telling me a story about how uh, they actually forgot one of the members of the band. And, um, they oh, were, shit. Yeah, they were like... That happened, that happened to us, actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Tell us, tell us about that. Yeah, bro, we were in China. Like, we um last year we we did a Asia tour. We did Japan and um China. Oh, nice. And when we we landed at China, um, we were doing a few shows at a band called Crystal Lake. Oh, so um, hot fire. We we landed, met up with Crystal Lake and everything. Everyone's kind of chilling in the little lobby bit before you get on a coach to take you to the hotel. So um, we everyone's like segregated segregated by the um the lobby we're all chilling or whatever and then um whoever's taking care of us comes forward and she's like okay here's our coach we're all gonna jump on this coach it's gonna take us to the hotel like sweet let's go i'm ready get my backpack and everything get my bags we jump on this coach gets about like 15 20 minutes onto the journey we're on the motorway by the way like we're, we're so far from the airport bear in mind because we're in china we we have no service or anything we can't call everyone and um yeah 20 <laughs> minutes into the ride everyone's like hang on does anyone know where Faisal is? Oh. I'm like, nah, I thought he was a Jew. And I'm like, nah, no, wh- what? And then everyone starts freaking out, like, shit, we've left Faisal at the airport. So, like, it t- we, I think we, it took us, like, an hour-ish to get back. Oh, no, 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 that was it. Yeah, no, we were, go- we were contemplating going back, but then we ended up having to, like, get another coach to go pick up Faisal on his own and bring him to the hotel. But, yeah. Oh, my. Was he pissed? Just, like, being in China and, like, he was, he was... Faisal's the type of guy to like laugh off situations like that. He kind of okay, he thrives funny. in like mad situations like that. So he, oh, he wasn't cool. too bothered. If no. it was Eric, it would have been a different story. He'd be freaking <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I always wondered. I heard those stories. And I never understood. I was like, how could you forget an entire human being? Yeah. And then we went yeah. to a concert and we forgot a whole human being. We were on this like weird mini bus back out of the city. And we we're just like. Where'd Ronu go? Like, where'd that guy go? Like, we're just, oh no, he's gone. <laughs> like, and it was like the end of the night. There's no way to get him. We're like, eh. I was like, I kind of want to go home. I got to leave him be. Do you guys got him? Like, I was just like, oh my God. I was like, I never understood that. But yeah, in a China, I would lose my mind a little bit. I'd be like, I do. I got, I got like tendon, I got tinnitus. My, I got ringing in my ears. I could barely understand what people say most of the time. Yeah. I'm bad with languages. I'm just screwed. I cannot figure my way out of here. I'll be like, uh, like, how do we do this? We couldn't even phone him. We could not ring. Like, jeez. Oh, man. Both, man. Oh, jeez. Well, you're... Wait. Hey. Yeah, we made it home. We all made it home. We're all, all right. home. And- well, let's go to question number two right now. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Mm. Biggest pet pet peeve? Yeah, what 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 gets under your skin? Uh, being woke up by anyone, like <laughs> I feel like on tour you can't I, sleep or you get I woken up all really, the time. I don't really, 
I don't really tend to sleep much on so unless we're settled and, we're, and I'll be honest, I, there are a lot of arg- I say arguments, but I get a, I get mad a lot at people like say we're all staying in one living room and I'm like, oh no no, getting up early on tour that pisses me the fuck off. Like <laughs> obviously, obviously get up early and like make the most of your day and shit. But like say we've just we were on we were driving to where we were about to stay and we were up until like three four in the morning. Don't get up at 10 and start playing music. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> that shit pisses me off. Um, I'm, f- I'm trying to think of some others. Getting my socks wet. Oh, dude. Like, you know, when yeah. you're like... Oh, that's that's the the when you have a hole in your shoe and you didn't realize and you stepped in, like, a puddle or something, yeah. I get so angry. But all day you have to, like, walk yeah, around with could... that or something. Or you're, you're at work and you can't Sorry. change. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's mushy. Ew. <laughs> you just step right like, ew. And then, yeah. like, usually your feet or shoe smell afterwards, and you're like, God damn it. Oh, I yeah, hate that feeling. Shit. Was like, uh, yeah, I would be the worst then. Good thing I'm not in the band, because I, for some reason, I'm not a morning person, but for some reason, I'm around a lot of people. I wake up just early. Well, you so, are yeah, we're up person. till in the morning. I wake up at 7. I'll be like, hey, does anyone want to talk? Like, I'm a talkative <laughs> person. I'm like, anybody? And I just sit there comfortably, because I don't want to be a dick, and I just... And I just wait for a movement, like an arm. I'm like, yo, Chris, you awake? You guys want to talk or something? I'm alone. <laughs> I can't make any sound. I don't have my headphones or anything. Uh, oh, man. oh, there's one more as well. Do you know when you, do you, know when you crack an egg? Yeah. And the yolk, and the yolk, like, you mess up the yolk and it goes everywhere. That pisses me off so much. Like, I, I genuinely wake up early in the morning to, if, both the eggs fuck up. I'm like, fuck this day. This day fuck up. <laughs> it's a write-off. Reset. <laughs> yeah, no. I uh, I think that egg would end up on the wall if that happened. I'd be like, two? Two more eggs? Yeah, <laughs> I hate when the shells get all in the, the pan and you have to pick out the yeah, shell. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. I've got really good at getting the shell out of eggs, though. It's oh, like really? What's your the trick? new skill of mine. Like, I just get like a knife and I'll like flick it up real quick. And I've <laughs> even gotten that good to the point where I can like Flick the shell off the knife into the bin. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right, I gotta practice that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I just curse. I just hit it hard enough, and I'm just like, thank God, I have baby hands, baby soft skin. Just end up in the, <laughs> end up in the pan. Don't, don't break, please. <laughs> All right, third question for you: the random silly question segment. What's your go-to angry song when you just want to listen to something when you're pissed off? What do you go to? Ooh. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna get up Spotify up right now. <laughs> Your own music. <laughs> <laughs> um, Destroy everything by Hatebreed. That's a rip the wall down song. <laughs> Ooh, you know um, Have you ever heard of a band called Justice for the Damned? No. Oh, I don't think so. Actually, no. Yo, they've got a song called No Brother, No Friend. I'm gonna type it into this chat right now. I'm checking it just out. so like after this, you need to check them out. Oh, 100%. Uh, the breakdown um, at the end of this song is unreal. Like, Man. probably one of the heaviest breakdowns ever I've ever heard. Like, uh, what else? I'm trying to think of other tracks. That's- Anything by Meshuggah. Any Meshuggah. Any Meshuggah song. Um, Meshuggah almost ruined our Christmas party. 
I put freaking, oh. I put new millennium cyanide Christ on and I just started moshing alone in the living room and everyone was drunk enough. They all ran in with me. I got thrown into a 24 pack of Budweiser. I need like three <laughs> bottles. Of. I was like, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> that was a crazy night. I was like, yeah, I was like, no one, no, it's like you guys are sugar virgins in here. Everyone just like lost their mind. Like there's, I'm so angry. Let's go. I just, What's this feeling? And I'm like, over there like, my uh, basement, my floor. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, oh, my God. I forgot what else happened. I think I got thrown into a wall. I was like, why am I getting beat up? Like, I was just like, what is happening? The biggest guy <laughs> in the room. I was like, yeah, just the target. Why well, learn that? I don't know. Are you, uh, are you, are you in mosh retirement, Kadeem? Honestly, you go to a show, do you start the back or do you, do you need a certain song to get you into? Are you in the, in the pit immediately? I say I'm in much retirement, but there are a few bands that have got me out of it recently. Um, I see when I seen Varials for the first time, Ooh, I Dude, I, I could not I couldn't help but mosh. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Knocked loose. I saw them. Uh, when I saw them, I had to. Who else? Fuck. There's another band. Uh, there's a band called MTXS. Oh. They're from um, from the UK. The good friends of ours. When anytime I see them live, always mosh. And then another band called God Complex. Okay. Incredible band. So heavy. They're like um, they're another kind of like local band in this awesome. in our area type thing. Yeah. There's nothing better than like you know maybe because I just got out of shape. I'm not old, so it's like but like I'm just like nah. But then there's always this song. I think uh, I got too many of them. I, I'm almost not in mosh retirement probably, but. I remember, like, uh, like uh, there's just throughout all the genres. But you know August Burns Red, right? Yeah, yeah. One song, Whitewashed. I don't know oh, why. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I just want to mosh. And I was at this festival, and I was eating this thing called Crab Fries. And literally at the back of the crowd, watched their whole set. And I was with a friend. <laughs> and then they, I just heard the, wee, 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 like that whitewash. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hold my fries. And I just, <laughs> like, just over the top. I was like, it's over. I was like, literally, I never handed food. I was like, I'll be back. There's work to be done. I can't, I can't just sit idly by while there's music that has to be moshed to. I feel like another band for Jesse, like when you like, ah, I'm not going to mosh tonight. Like, I feel like after the barrel and kill switch, you, you always just get in the pit. You're like, all right, I'm taking off my shirt. Oh. I'm going to get in that pit. <laughs> it's over. Maybe because I don't want to get punched in the face enough. There's some heavy bands. I'm just like, I just say, man, going to work with a black guy, I just don't need that in my life right now. But yeah, like Knock Loose, like you said, uh, is it, uh, it's not no, what is it? Uh, the song with Keith Buckley in it off their new album. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh uh, my God. Like, uh, what, like, what is it? Do you know it? Did you listen to a new album? Uh, honestly, I haven't really listened to it that much, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've, um, That's yeah, no, there's, 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 um, I think Forget your name. Mistakes Like Fractures. Oh, that's it. Is the um, is the only tune I've probably listened to. Oh, uh, if you want one added to the the book, forget your name. Do you know every time I die? Yeah. yeah. Well, Keith Buckley does the end part, and so, just yeah. them together at that end breakdown. I was like, I've never like I'm pretty calm, cool, and collected. I'll listen to Deathcore at five in the morning, just sit there, just all like, just like just hang out. But I, I remember I was walking from work to do something. I played that song. I just wanted to rip a bus apart. Like, I was just <laughs> walking by a bus. I just wanted to rip windows. I was like, what is this energy? I've never Destroy. felt it before in my life. <laughs> like, this negative energy. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. But, that uh, was the yeah. uh, Random Silly Question segment. Uh, I hope you had fun with that. I know I, pr- I uh, hyped yeah. it up a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was fun. It was fun. There we go. Okay, so... um. 
Yeah, before we let you go, is there anything else that you want to mention to us? Talk about Lou. Um, what can we expect for Lou? Is there any upcoming projects you have going? Is there like a live stream performance or anything like that? Or maybe let's drop some of those those hidden tracks. Uh, well, selfish. As, yeah. as of now, honestly, the only thing that we're really doing is just writing new music and um, just I don't know. It's it's only little things like showing each other what outfits we're gonna get <laughs> for like live shows and shit like. It's all the little details that make the big picture, you know, just little yeah. things like that. Um, but yeah, that's it, really. I just, we had a lot planned for this year, but obviously, you know, lockdown, we can't. We had a lot of cool tours, but yeah. next year will be the one for sure. Next year will be the one. Dude, every band is like going to, because a lot of bands are writing right now. So there's going to be so mm. many new albums in the next year or two. <laughs> and then like, there's going to be so many tours because all the bands that couldn't tour now are going to tour then. And the bands that had tours planned, like they're still gonna, it's gonna be a crazy time. I gotta say, there's gonna be tons of new babies, new divorces, and new albums. <laughs> all three coming out. <laughs> Just kind of fucking fighting in music. Let's go. 20, 2021 <laughs> and 2022, they're gonna be crazy years. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. What? Yeah, because like I guess the reason we're getting interviews right is people are trying to support their album, and I was wondering, like I feel so bad, like like you just dropped your album, it's like. Is writing like is like writing's probably not difficult for a band, but it's like I always like worried. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You just like got a new album out. It's like now we got to write another one. There's nothing else to do. It's like, yeah, it's almost yeah, like a so break. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm really glad that we because we we got to do our, our UK headline tour before all this happened. Nice. So like the fact that we were able to actually release the album and tour it, like I'm so grateful for that because I know there's a lot of bands, Code Orange being one of them, who released an album and haven't been able to do the proper tour on cycle which sucks but yeah i was gonna travel like three hours i was like you know what and luckily i don't need to spend more money but i was like i'll spend it and then literally a pandemic happened it's like all right maybe that's god telling me don't spend that 35 dollars and travel three hours like, it's like you don't need to i was like i need to <laughs> yeah all the way out in pittsburgh over here but i mean every yeah. time i die I was playing with them so that's it makes it even better oh shit yeah yeah, should Yeah, well, I'm glad you got it out of the way, but yeah, I will say selfishly, I can't wait till you guys come to. Did you guys have U.S. tours planned? I can't say anything. Oh, she was, she was, dude, it was a strong, strong, strong possibility. Very strong oh, that's possibility. Good. Well, next time you come, well, like, when everything is like normal again, whatever, we're stopping by. Oh yeah, New Jersey, man. <laughs> good, good. Bad yeah, down. Man. But yeah, I right, appreciate well, it, dude. Yeah, thank you for joining yeah, the show, thank man. Thank you for having me, man. And welcome back to the Meditative Air Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Kadeem France of Loathe. He was so much fun to talk to. I just want to apologize for the video quality, um, Skype, internet connection, and sometimes doing it with another content continent is pretty tough, you know? So it is what it is. But at least the audio came out pretty well, and you guys can enjoy it. Oh, yeah. And you really don't need to see my face or Jesse's face, right? <laughs> yeah, just hopefully you saw his face. And we'll hurt him. So, But, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then also, well, that is a, uh, a something, too. If it is bad video quality, we actually do have our podcast everywhere podcasts are. Like, you listen to Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, the other three that no Castbox. one knows. Yeah, cast, cast. <laughs> dude. It was funny. I I cast the cast box. Rock the. <laughs> you, have you ever heard of a cast box? I did not know until I talked nope. to Sandy. He's like, yeah, I only listen on cast box. I'm like, okay, I'll get it on there. Yeah. And actually, we're I now on iHeartRadio like too. 
Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio now, too, so that's cool. So There we go. All the big ones. I guess the next big one would be Pandora, I guess. But, yeah, if we're growing, well, that's good. So If we want to get as big as Trap, then we have to um, yeah. get on Pandora. That guy's crazy. But, um, yeah, <laughs> Jesse, uh, how did you feel getting a nice little shout-out from him for your reaction video? Oh, yeah, I think that happened before, sadly, but uh, that we recorded. But uh, it was awesome. It's it's Well, it's just... Yeah, why does it keep happening? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was nice to know. Also, nice to know that uh, you nice know, like know. I do, like re- it's nice to know. No, I'm so stupid. But like, uh, like I, at the end of my reactions, I guess I do almost like a reaction review because I talk a little bit about the song at the end, and it's nice to know that he like, uh, like enjoyed my ideas of what the music was. You know, I'm not a professional musician. I play. I listen to a lot of metal. I've listened, no. listened to a lot of metal and other music for years, and I play drums here and there. I what? try to learn guitar before I throw it into the wall. Uh, but you know, I feel like I understand it, especially metal music. And when you hear music like Loathe, which to me, I already talked to you about it in in private. Loathe and Code Orange, those two albums right now, I feel bad because Lamb of God and Killswitch are my number ones. They're tied. They're number ones, and it, it hurts me to say, but when La- the, like Lamb of God comes out, I'm like. Oh man, they better be behind Dude, some bangers. What about those right Kill now... Switch B sides? Well, those that. were amazing. They were amazing. I don't count that as another album. Ooh, I'm happy they released not? it though. It's still an EP, five songs, right? Eight, six songs. Right? Yeah, it's six songs. Uh, yeah, it's six. So. Songs. They were good, but uh, yeah, there's something different. Not. To, I know you hate the word groundbreaking. I don't think it's uh, like whatever they did. They took all their influences. You can hear the influences, and they took them and made their own thing, and just. And just the impact, like you know, now that he's not here, I guess we can like uh, compliment him more without him getting, uh, yeah, <laughs> just sharing, overwhelming people. Sharing sharing just, we're not worthy. <laughs> we're not just be this. I should just freaking like, nerd. I should just edit a heart around him when we start talking. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, what are these guys? Are these guys start a podcast just to talk to me. It's like maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, it's not. No, it's so stupid. But uh, like it's just when you hear like I know I've been using a lot of these words on my reaction videos, but like soundscapes and just the way. They play with space because music, though it's like waves, it's sound waves, it takes up space. You did like audio recording. You physically see the waves when they're recorded. When there's too much waves, the music gets muddy. When you have everything going nuts at once, even if everyone sounds amazing and you record them all at once, they sound shitty because they all take up space and you can't hear anything cool. And the way that they play with and how chaotic their music is and how busy and also not busy at the same time where they go from those, those synths to the heavy parts, to the clean singing, and like they just constantly have really good rhythm with the with each other. Where if he's singing, it's not, it's you know the, those heavy riffs are not drowning him out when he's screaming. It adds the perfect amount of chaos over the top with the guitars because those guitars are super super heavy, and I'm blown away as a guitar not a guitarist. I have no idea how to get that kind of tone with the bass in them too because it's just. I guess because everyone says they do, they use like detuned jazz masters, basically. Like I don't know, but you hear so many bands talk about how hard it is to find tone, like the tone or the yeah. sound. Like they go through so many heads, they go through so many amps. Like even now, like I know, um, like fractals and pods and stuff like that. You really don't have to have yeah. that many amp heads and whatnot. But like, yeah, that's always like a struggle for a band to find that right tone, you know. And it's amazing, and I appreciate it. Like I try to appreciate because it it's like you understand why certain music. Though you like it, you're like wondering why is this song hitting me the way it is? Like why is it when I heard Down the Rabbit or uh, uh, the Rabbit Hole by freaking Code Orange, why I wanted to just throw the world Swallow out of the, the goddamn galaxy? Yeah, I was like, wow, I want to fight the entire world at once. 
I don't know how to fight. I would get eliminated. But yeah, I was like, I got to do this. And then like some, then you're like, you know, because you have friends who like, uh, who are all about like technical music. It's like, yeah, I love technical music too. You know me. I show you these prog bands where you're like, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, it's like cool. But then like you have bands like Hatebreed. They come in with Destroy Everything. It's about as simple as you get. And simple, I still love it. because, Yeah. And it works. It all works. They just, it's all about that rhythm and how to trade off like, you know, not like the center stage, not showing off. But it's like if everyone shows off at once, then it's like it's like if everyone was really good at something, everyone would be normal. Because if everyone's good, there's no one sticking out. It's the same thing. You gotta take a seat. You gotta take a like a step back in music. You know, you can't be the crazy drummer while having crazy guitar. Because that's like, who am I paying attention to? It's like yeah. too much almost. That's like my you problem. Know, except when I for listen- Dillinger. Dillinger is the only one that was able to do that somehow. <laughs> but whatever. But besides them. <laughs> Usually, when I listen to music and I hear all this stuff going on, I'm like, how do they figure out what worked at what time? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so much going on. Oh, yeah. I'm like. That's why I'm never never gonna be a musician. <laughs> That's why I'm never gonna be in like a band like that. So like, oh, I just man. can't I can't grasp it. I can't figure out like I don't know. But I, I can well, enjoy been, it. But that's it. Yeah. Well, I've been watching a lot of that. His name is Dean. He's a uh, he's a Tars. part of the band Arcspire. Oh, okay. You know him? Yeah. Well, Dean Arcspire. Yeah. Like check yeah. him out. He's got really cool guitar videos. But like, it's weird. But when you watch bands like technical death metal bands, where it's like everything's going so fast and so technical, I always like. It's just you got to appreciate it because even in that where everyone's busy, they still figure out the ratio who's like doing what. And like where it's like the drums are like a constant noise while the guitar does it. And then the guitars do like a standard riff while the drum starts doing crazy fills. You know, they figure it out. Figure it but, out. Uh, figure it out. Well, but uh, hope you guys yeah. enjoyed this show. Uh, Jesse, where can people find your nice little instant reaction videos? Yeah, my nice little, you know, little fun stuff. Uh, that'd be youtube.com slash C slash, or is it is it backslash or forward slash? I feel like I should say that, right? You can. I'm going to have it on the thing below right here. Doesn't matter. Slash C slash insid one. Ugh. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, and then, in, uh, yeah, what's it called? YouTube and Twitch are just insid. That's my channel names. Uh, uh, Instagram and tw- uh, Twitter. Insid stream. And, uh, yeah, come hang out. I had check it out. I uh, take reaction requests. I just got my interface. I actually got to talk to you Ooh, after this is over. Nice. I got to figure out how to uh, how to. I, don't know, I got to figure some stuff out. But yeah, figure I'm on the way out. of doing some drum stuff, drum videos, drum streams, whatever, uh, more stuff. But that's where you can find me in this pretty face. Hell yeah, guys! And remember, if you guys like the content we're putting out, I also do a radio show Tuesday nights, seven to ten on ninety point three WMSC Radio. Yeah, I play new tunes. And Upper Upper Montclair. And I also Upper do some Mont- interviews on there as well, so check it out. It's all going to be on my YouTube channel, MTV Experience, Metal Teddy Bear Experience. So thank you guys for listening, and until next time, my friends, peace. Peace.